0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to SEC and
1: Tennessee Talks.
0: This is your co host, Jackson Tucker.
1: What's going on, y'all? It's Caden.
2: And this is Handley. Yes, sir.
0: And we were here, well, we got a lot to talk about today. There's been a lot stirring in the pot of uh, just sports, drama, tea, you know, name it. There's all sorts of stuff going on out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so much going on. And. I don't even know where to start. I mean, we have – I want to touch on, two. Um, I know a lot of y'all um, have probably heard the news about Alvin Kamara, and I'm just saddened by this news. I know Jackson is, too. Um, he was one of our favorite players of all time at Tennessee. And
2: – He hardly played for y'all.
1: I know. But he was a beast, man. And he, – he, Hey, I man,
0: as, I, as it's far as we know. Him.
1: I mean, we don't know the whole story, but it still doesn't get – Right to do something like that? No, not at okay. all. It's unfortunate. That's all we have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much to say. R. About R. That. Um, I just wanted to man. touch
0: something in the water in Vegas. I tell you, he'll
1: still. Yeah, Vegas is. Yeah, he'll. I think he'll still play. He probably will. I
2: mean, it's it's bad, but it's not. Um, it's
0: a five thousand dollar bond. It's, it's not as bad as yeah. like a
2: lot of the other stuff that guys have gotten out mm, for and no. gotten to play again.
0: Plus we don't know the full story.
1: <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. Don't know what happened, but still unfortunate. Like I said, doesn't give him the right to mm-hmm. the picture was bad. Picture was real bad. Jackson goes to look at the picture.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Like I said, that's all I have to say about that. Um Hanley, do you want us to talk about Brian Harson? Yeah, we can talk
2: about Brian real quick. Um so I guess um, I'll just kind of give you, give both of y'all, the info that I know mm-hmm. from the the little digging that I've done. This I would imagine is more than the outside Auburn fan has done. So it came out. I don't even know how long ago. Maybe a week ago.
1: So you didn't get this from your inside source.
2: But no, he no longer works for Auburn. Ah. Uh. Super sad. Otherwise, I would have better info, probably. Gotcha. But um, it came out a week ago that Brian had slept with an assistant of his that was from Boise State also, and he had been having an affair, which...
1: Is is she at Auburn now? Yes. She works for him. Okay.
2: Which kind of sounded like crap, to be honest with you. And so that came out, and really shortly after his wife came to his defense on social media and was like, she said, I, I don't know where it is now, but she said something along the lines of, you know, dumb people start rumors, stupid people believe them, or so, something like that. And was basically, she got on and said that, you know, she she's behind her husband, and basically she did not think that anything's been going on, and, and he got got up and defended that and basically called it all bullcrap. And so, to be honest with you, that one just seemed like almost too easy to make up. Like, could it be true? I guess. But you just would have thought that there's no no hard evidence. Right. Like, it's not like when Urban Meyer, like, went to Columbus after um, the game with the, the Jaguars and was seen, like, Dancing with some college girl in a bar. This is just like complete rumor. It's not like Ed O's like in bed with this girl. Like like that picture of him. Yeah, there's actually pictures of TikTok. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, there's it's just complete rumor, which it, at this point literally could have been started by like, you know, some like mad Alabama fan or just anyone who. like... Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it just makes too much sense.
1: So. And rumor yeah. rumors just come. They become more – there's always rumors being started, but they become more popular with people in higher positions. Yeah. Like,
2: and you know. So that one seems like complete BS to me. And then one came out, like, almost simultaneously, maybe probably within the day. And a, a de- defensive lineman who was a freshman this year, who was a pretty big recruit, his name was Lee Hunter, he came out onto social media – and just started bashing Harson and said that he he's a good coach but he's not a good person mm. and said that he that Harson treated the players like dogs which when you first hear that you're like dang that's not what you want to hear no and then immediately after that smoke monday who you know god bless him Holds the career record for most targeting penalties um, at, like, 10. And it's only been a thing, like, two years. So, you know, good for him. Half the, the games. The one
1: versus Penn State, though,
2: that was him, right? No, that was a Kobe. Oh, was it? That wasn't him. No, all of his the are one. pretty blatant. He goes
1: in for a kick, for the kill.
2: He's, he's coming in head down.
1: The one... Versus Penn State with that other guy that was a bad yeah call. that was, that was a it was cool. a bad call but it wouldn't out.
2: change that game I don't think <laughs> but so that came out and once you had two guys I was like well when when smoke what smoke said on Instagram kind of threw me for a loop he said something like Harson doesn't know how to like deal with guys from the hood and I was like okay like that almost sounds like. they're soft without having any context just hearing that it's like i don't know man if you can't say anything other than he doesn't know how to deal with guys from the hood
1: but so but these are his players who played on the Auburn football team this past year that's right
0: Sm- and smoke S- played
1: bad about half smoke played like yeah, legitimately he's, played he's a star so
2: i was like dang you know it means a to me that he came out but even then I kind of always viewed Smoke as more of a thug, if you will. Now, there's a lot of great guys on the team, but I just never had a ton of respect for Smoke. But once he came out, you know, guy that actually plays – Lee Hunter never played. He was a true freshman. Probably within an hour or two, several players came out and were like, this is complete garbage. That is not true. Um, Chandler Wooten, who was – one of our best linebackers, who was a fifth-year senior this year, Shanker, who was our senior tight end, Brahms, who was our senior center, like several of the more respected guys on the team who actually play and are like the team captains, like Papo, um, uh, Derek Hall, our DN. So, several of those guys came out and said, like we we didn't we don't ask for our head coach to be our best friend. Like, he came in with a winning mentality, and he held us accountable. And I'm kind of throwing all of their statements in together. But, like, one guy said, Parson came in and expected excellence from us, and he wouldn't let us skip class like the past coaches have. And some of these guys couldn't handle that. And they, every time they didn't get to class, Parson would punish them. He said a lot of these guys couldn't handle it.
0: I mean, they, it sounds like they forget – Yes, you're playing football at a big SEC school, but title school. You right. still have to go to class.
1: Right. And and, and that seems to be a, a lot of – Harson seems to be different in that way because a lot of coaches well,
2: – It's completely different, at least from Malzahn. Yeah. From a, from a culture standpoint, this is what my friend had told me, the one that worked for the team, when he was there. He said, oh, it's way different. He said, he's got people – scared is not the right word it's like that healthy respect where it's like I'll run through a wall for you, but man, I'm not getting on here bad side. Like I'm afraid to get on his bad side. So, but in a good way. And so those they- once, once all those guys came out, I was like, okay, so those two, those two guys are soft. <clears throat> so needless to say, to be honest, a lot of it just sounds like crap. There hasn't been a single piece of hard evidence that's come out, which, again, in today's day, it's so easy to start rumors and people run with it. I think the most frustrating thing is that it's one thing to go look at, like, your message boards on, like, Bleacher Report or ESPN or something like that and fans be talking about stuff. But it's another to, like, go to these guys who actually report. These are Auburn reporters on 247 and stuff like that. Who are like just spitting out crap. It's like I know you're reporting like what fans are thinking right now, but I don't that you report what's going what's actually going on. Like you don't have they like Justin Hokinson is one guy and like he he does some good stuff. Like I I, I, I uh He's a reporter. Yeah, I follow him a little bit um, for like basketball stuff. He said something on the lines on Twitter of Brian Harson's time at Auburn maybe ending sooner than later. Well, like, even though he's not like this huge like ESPN reporter, it like it like went viral. And I was like, bro, you gotta be, you know, you, you just you need to be held to a little bit higher of a standard and watch what you're saying. Because he said that before all the players came out to defend Harson. So those are the two big things, um, and it, it sounds like some of our donors that are pieces of garbage have tried to get him out, they, that he's not who they wanted Auburn to hire at first. That's so, what it that sounds like
1: to me. So, sounds like to me, just a couple of people aren't happy with him, including some people with power, um, and they're just trying to start stuff to get him out.
2: Yeah, that's what it sounds like, and it's really <laughs> frustrating, but... A lot of the players have come to his defense
1: and And he recruited well.
2: Yeah, I thought he did fine. Everyone freaked out that we got like the I think the eighteenth <laughs> nationally recruiting ranking. You know? I just It's his first year. It's his first year. It's mm-hmm. it's not like terrific, but it's not bad.
1: Yeah, give give the dude a break. And uh got two top Juco guys.
2: Yeah, he got he got some good players and He's, like, completely changing the culture from what Guts had to do. And then people are also freaking out about the the coaching turnover. Crap, every Auburn fan that I know wanted our OC and DC gone. I wanted Derek Mason gone. I wanted – what's his name? Uh, Our OC. Uh,
0: He's out. It doesn't matter. It's
2: like the old guy from Georgia. Jackson Tucker. Yeah. It was Jackson Tucker now that I think of it.
0: Yeah, it was him.
2: But um, I just, like, didn't like them. And I thought that when when Alan Green brought Harson in, he probably really steered him to get some of these veteran SEC guys to come in and help him. And I wonder if after that year, Harson was like, all right, I know what I'm doing now. He's like, get out of here. So, and then I heard a rumor today, y'all know, that OC we hired. This could be complete crap. But I'm going to throw it out there anyways. <laughs>
1: that's what this podcast
2: I heard is that right? the, the OC that we hired that then left like a week later yeah. failed a drug test. Uh-oh. I don't know if that's true or not. Like, like I, I said. Know. So what, you may have heard it here first, folks, though.
1: Breaking news!
2: But so. <laughs> RCC right.
1: and Tennessee Talks, breaking news.
2: But so. It just – and people are, like, upset that we have a bunch of guys that transferred out. I'm like, we have, like, three more guys that have transferred out. That's there. every that's
1: every school. It is.
2: We have, like – I think it's 18, and now you go look, and Bama has 15.
1: Like, who gives a rip? Bro, look at Tennessee last year. Just part of After it. After the left, we lost, like, what did we lose, like, 18, 21 guys to the portal?
2: Like, especially now that you get the one-time transfer for free in the NIL, like, people don't need to, like, think too much about – guys leaving.
1: Alright, that's another yeah. thing I want to turn into is NIL real quick. Um, I'm not sure how many of you guys heard about the whole Jimbo Fisher rant, but basically there were a couple coaches who were somewhat um, assaulting. Ass- assaulting with no, words. Salty. 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 There you go. Salty. Salty Man. and assaulting with words. A word. <laughs> um, directed towards Texas A&M who had um, the best recruiting class of all time technically, by ranking. And a lot of people seem to think that it's based off of just their NIL deals. And Lane Kiffin was one of the coaches saying he doesn't think um, the NIL should be the reason kids go to the school. And Nick Saban was getting involved as well. He kept defending himself, saying, I'm not saying this against anybody, but we all know he was kind of going towards Jimbo. So I just want to hear y'all's thoughts. Do you think NIL needs to have a little bit more control um, surrounding it? Should guys have to release their NIL deals to a certain committee so that they can regulate it? Or, like, what do you guys think about NIL right now?
2: I mean, once the NCAA let it happen, it's gone. Yeah. I just don't see how you get it back. Like, you just got to let it happen, to be honest with you. That's how I see it.
0: I mean, that's how I see it. Just I mean, there's – I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't – that's about all I, my only opinion on it. I haven't really ever thought that much on it in the first place. But
1: Another funny thing that Jim – I don't know if you all heard Jimbo say this. He said he thought they should have been in the playoffs this past year as a part of that rant. He thought they were the second-best team in the nation after Alabama. Or with Alabama. I mean,
2: A&M was 84.
1: A&M was 84. <laughs> yeah. Even with this recruiting class, I think they're going to have another 84-9 in three season. They'll beat a team. They'll win a really good game. Um, and then they'll lose to a couple of They shouldn't lose to. Yeah. I
2: mean,
1: do you all see A&M ever get into the playoffs?
0: They beat Bama a big whoop. You know, they lost the think they lost the, they they lost the what? Mississippi, didn't they lose Mississippi
1: State? I really don't remember. But they did. They were 8 and 4. But I don't know. I just want to hear your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, anyway, kind of transitioning out of that, I that. I'm from Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs>
1: that came out so strong. <laughs> um,
0: so, there's been a lot of hirings, firings in the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Um, one of the most recent ones, uh, the Saints hired on their uh, DC, Dennis Allen as a new head coach. I'm kind of mm-hmm. iffy about that. Um, anyway, I mean, I'm sure he can grow with the team. Um, of course, I miss Sean Payton. But anyway, um, Texas
1: Texans. They got a um, Lovey Smith. What was his name again? Lovey Smith. He was there. It's either DC, maybe. I don't know. The coaching carousel in the NFL is a strange thing. I feel like it's a hard ride to get on the carousel. Once you're on the carousel, it's like you never get off. But the, the NFL just cycles through the guys who are already in the NFL, it seems like.
0: Yeah. There's also Mike McDaniel with Miami Dolphins. Dolphins yeah. Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. Doug Peterson with the Jaguars. Obviously re- replacing Urban Meyer with a joke. Nathaniel Hackett, That's Broncos. a good hire, actually, for them. Yeah, there's a good hey. hire.
2: Uh, McDaniels,
1: is yeah. that right? Josh no, Peterson's right. Pete Peterson, Peterson for the Jaguars. Jaguars. I hope that it's was better actually, than Urban. Yeah, I was upset that the Dolphins didn't hire Kellen Moore. As a Cowboys fan, I wanted him going. I just, I, he's good. He's great at designing plays, but when it gets down to it, like he makes makes football too hard. Like even Troy Troy Aikman said it. He said all these coordinators are trying too hard to make all these schemes. When just get your best player one-on-one and throw him the ball. I mean, C.D. Lamb had two targets in the playoff game against San Fran. Tony Pollard didn't have barely anything. Mark, they're talking about cutting Amari Cooper now because they think he's the problem. Cutting Amari Cooper? Yeah, they're talking about cutting Amari Cooper. Oh, that's dumb. I don't know, dude. Being a Cowboys fan is uh, the worst thing ever.
0: It's, uh, the Bears' new head coach, Matt Eberflus. They're not winning dang thing with that last name.
1: Eberfluss.
0: Eberfluss. sounds like a disease. <laughs> sounds like they're just gonna lose games again. Yeah. Um, I would,
1: I'm, I'm excited to see what Justin Fields can do though, with like a full year and a full off season, knowing he's a starter. Yeah. They just need some. They need O line. They need everything. Yeah. 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 I don't know, dude. They just need.
0: They need a. They need to get rid of the team.
1: What do y'all think is the best coaching hire of offseason in the NFL?
2: Peterson. Indeed.
0: I like that one a lot. Like- I would agree with that only because there's just so there's just new new blood there. You know, you got Trevor Lawrence. There's a lot that can happen with the Jaguars right now. And I think it's pretty critical. Their hiring process made it that much more critical. They can become a lot with the right hire, especially with the, who they have on their lineup.
1: You said you do agree
0: with that one? Mm-hmm. There's it's just it's very critical with what happens with the Jaguars because they're they're not far away from being um playoff worthy if they do the make the right calls. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I mean they got a good bit of free agents last year in the offseason. I know they got Trevor Lawrence, but I still think they have a lot of rebuilding to go through. I don't know if Doug Peterson is that guy. I mean, I know he's got a Super Bowl on his resume. But Nick Foles had some magic that year in the playoffs. And Carson Wentz was MVP candidate until he tore his ACL.
2: No, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't I don't know if Doug Peterson's – I think it's a good hire. But I'm going to go with um, the Raiders hiring Josh McDaniel. I like that hire a lot. I know Josh McDaniel has been a candidate for a lot of vacancies in the past. But I'm glad he's finally getting a, a shot. And I think the Raiders are a good team. I mean, you know, they made the playoffs. Yeah. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, did y'all watch the Pro Bowl? No. Six so pieces. Uh, that's That's my point. So, apparently the Pro Bowl had one of its worst viewership ratings, like, ever. And people are talking about it. What's the point of having a Pro Bowl when guys are just going to go out there and just screw around and it's all just a media show, really? It's
2: hard to – it's not even – it's not the same as the NBA. The NBA guys can go out there and screw around and it still be cool. Right. In football, how do you screw around and it be cool?
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. There are a lot of options. People putting stuff on Twitter, like what would you all think of a seven-on-seven? Or, like, like that's flag football. There's there was maybe
0: 6.7 million views. Lowest since 06. That's, that's as
1: many as we get on the podcast.
0: Exactly. I mean, we're getting that's more a, viewers on the. We're not
2: close to Joe Rogan. Yeah,
0: We are. Uh, closer to Joe Rogan. Imagine more. that Joe
2: Rogan, a single podcast on Joe on average, got more views than the Pro Bowl.
0: Well yours I mean, honestly, like it's we'll kind, it's day. hard for me watching the Pro Bowl. It's not serious, it's not yeah. legit. They're just they're
1: just screwing around. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean you're having which is great, but it's quite literally to make more money and everyone knows that. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of an honor for players to make it to the Pro Bowl. That's great. But who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like
2: it just there's no hype around it, like in the MLB it's like the midway point of the year and like the MLB All Star game is somewhat entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, the, and a lot of people think baseball is the most boring sport. It's way more entertaining in my opinion than the Pro Bowl. Oh gosh. Yeah. So what just, what would
1: y'all would y'all think it'd be better to do away with the Pro Bowl or substitute it for something? And if we substituted it for something, what would you think the substitute it for Football
0: player boxing match. Who that was the first thing that came to my head.
1: <laughs> <I don't think laughs> it
0: wouldn't <that> happen. <laughs> it wouldn't happen, no. I would say, like, it's okay. This is all right. Kind of, you know,
2: Royal Rumble going with the WWE. This is
0: also legit. So, you know, back, you know, when Peyton Manning and Tom Brady would play golf with, like, Charles Barkley. That would be yeah. funny. Something like that, I think. More more like those. But
2: it's still, like, kind of dumb when you think about it. You're, like, electing the all-star group to go play a round of golf.
0: That is true. <laughs> like. That is true, Yeah. I did like watching those those little mini golf tournaments they
1: did. Like commentary I mean, there's was fun.
2: Some way to like mix it up almost.
1: I think I think it shouldn't be so many players invited for one thing. I don't
2: Yeah, I don't know how many players were invited, but I saw that Kirk Cousins and Mac Jones made it.
1: Yeah. What I was like you know, that? Mac played really well for a rookie, but they are not pro bowlers. That's, and that's the thing, like, what is the definition of a pro bowler? I can I mean, make if pro those bowl guys it, are there.
2: Yeah, I know. And I uh, <clears throat> just kind of keep losing respect for it, to be honest with you. They, uh, they
1: asked me to be
0: in a pro bowl, but
1: I had it humbly decline. That makes sense.
0: That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, You know, I had to make room for Kirk Cousins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if they did something with the all-pro guys? Just did away with the pro bowl. So, like, all-pro was the only thing. know. And they just said, because there's three three all-pro teams, right? So it'll be 30, uh, it'll be 66 guys. Something like that. Yes, I mean, well, they did something with them. But, I mean, it doesn't have to be a full-on tackle game because I understand them not wanting to get hurt for something like that. But, you know, the NBA, it used to be kind of just a – they used to just mess around too much, but it became more competitive since they created incentive for the winning team. Yeah, um, like um, I think they donate to a charity of their choice or something. Right. <laughs> so something like that, where I don't know. You just think like the dodgeball
2: game is like dodgeball. That's, that's game. like the best thing they got going for them. like I think they
1: did kind of like Olympics? Olympics. Oh, they like, did Olympics like a gladiator.
2: Years. You were an American gladiator back in the day. That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> jousting, Yeah, <just> it's <laughs> You see Kirk Cousins and Mac Jones on some horses <laughs> coming at each other. Dude, that'd be funny. I think it'd be cool to have to see them do be like an Olympics. Bit... I don't know, but it's tough with football. Yeah, it is. A 7-on-7 seven seven would be cool, though, I think. Or like a um, alignment seven 7-on-7. Seven. I don't know. That would be hilarious. Yeah. I'd watch that. I probably would, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right, let's talk about some college hoops? Let's do it. All right. That's um i'm you want to start with?
2: I guess just like focusing on the SEC, um, in my opinion, there's about four teams that have started to separate, separate themselves. Up. yeah. And those teams, if I can pull it up.
1: Um, All you know, Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Yes, sir. I see um, they all have a two-game lead on the fifth seed, right? Yeah,
2: if, if I remember correctly. But, the uh, you know, Arkansas started out 0-3. Everyone was like, ooh, maybe they're bad again. But they have really turned it around. They actually play Auburn tonight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're 18-5. and I don't know how they're not ranked, to be honest with you. They fell off so much from those three losses, but they've won eight in a row. I would have thought – they would have been ranked, but they're not.
1: It might be next because LSU just fell of the rankings. They should have followed the rankings at least. LSU's not in anymore. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So they came out one. Yeah, team. they came out yesterday. Okay.
2: Um, Tennessee's 19. Yeah. But for a, for a team that
1: uh,
2: for a team in Tennessee that I always I just keep watching and I'm like fairly disappointed. They keep getting it done.
1: Yeah, we've won five of the last six. In most games,
2: they're getting it done. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're 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 playing well, and they're probably putting themselves in pretty good shape to be. I would say a four seed. I think they could get up to a three if they keep playing well. I don't know if it's likely or not, but I would think a four.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think if we win, I think we have ten more eight ten more SEC games. If eight. So I think if we can go five five and three or six and two with those, mm-hmm. we could finish at a four to a six seed. Yeah. Um, I think four or
2: five is pretty realistic, which would be a fine year.
1: Yeah. And but we did just lose our starting forward, Olivia mm-hmm. and Kamwa. Um, which I was talking to my dad about this actually. I think it could do somewhat more good for us than you would think because I think it gives other players an opportunity that they weren't, they haven't been getting previously. I think Brandon Huntley-Hatfield would get a lot more PT. Um, yeah. I think they're going to move Fulkerson back in the starting lineup, unfortunately.
2: I just can't believe how bad Justin Powell's been.
1: I just interesting. I just can't believe he's not put He has his moments though where they hit like three threes in a row. Really? But still, he's just hes very inconsistent. Yeah. The problem is he's not, he's like the seventh or eighth option. Yeah. That's the problem. I know. On Auburn, he was what, like the first? He was the first
2: option. Yeah. First or second when last year when Sharif was hurt. But um, move on to Kentucky. I'm not going to lie to you. They they very well could be good enough to be the number one team in the nation. Like we'll be they're they're, <laughs> you might, they're they're very legitimate contenders.
1: Um, I think they have like a twenty nine percent chance <laughs> to make the final four. Is what it said. I think we're up there. I don't even know how you calculate that. I don't either. You know, um, still, they win basketball game. Sheboy
2: may win player of the year. Yeah, he's averaging like I think it's around sixteen and fifteen. Um, Which is ridiculous in college basketball. Oh, it's unreal. That would be, he would make an all NBA team with those stats easily. Yes. <laughs> um, he's a real force. Um, Ty Ty Washington's probably going to go around number 10. Um, it's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> I caught <a> <laughs> Sevier Wheeler. Leads the SEC in assists per game. Kellen Grady is a sniper. Kellen Grady is good. They need to give him shots. He needs shots.
1: Um, He's first in SEC in three-point percentage. Mm -hmm. And And Santiago Vesca, he's third.
2: The thing that's scary about Kentucky is they've still got some guys that haven't really found it yet. Keon Brooks, I I don't know if he starts or not. It's either him or Toppin that starts. He dropped like 28 on Kansas the other night. He's like, he's not their top option.
1: Which we talked about how Kentucky destroyed Kansas. Well, Kansas just beat Baylor. Bad. Bad. Yeah. That's what I'm so, saying. Man, Kentucky's just really good. Kentucky. They're real good. <laughs> Kentucky's up there, man. Yeah. Now what obviously we know then SEC tournament a top four seed is huge because of the double bye, right? Huh? How big do you think an advantage a double bye is compared to just one game by? How big of an advantage do you think that it is? It depends on
2: how good the team is.
1: Back- a team like,
2: in my opinion, Auburn and Kentucky are pretty far ahead of everyone else. Those two teams, I think, don't necessarily have to be in a groove they can just kind of show up and play a good game really under any circumstance. There's some teams that really need to be in a groove. And if they're playing hot at the end of the season, it's probably in their best interest to just continue playing. And, you know, sometimes those off games can really get them out of their rhythm. So, you know, I, I think for a team like Arkansas and maybe Tennessee, it could hurt, but I would think Arkansas would be the, one of the top four teams that would have a chance at struggling right now off of it.
1: I think in the end, it will be those, <laughs> the top four now will be the top four with the bye. Very well, good. Like you said, there's the we have a two game lead. Tennessee and Arkansas have a two game lead on the next best.
2: And those teams underneath are going to. Lose more games. In
1: Tennessee's toughest games, which are Auburn and Kentucky, we have at home. I would love for us to get one of those. Yeah. Um, which is possible if we played our potential. If we don't play our potential, we'll get destroyed. Which it's tough. That's They're both really good teams. Very good teams. Both those games already sold out because I've looked for tickets, <laughs> and they sold out a while ago. Actually. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. But I mean. It's um, it's going to be interesting to see how everybody finishes out. LSU, man.
2: I don't know how they keep losing. I really thought they were good, to be honest.
1: Losing Pinson, I think. He's was, back. He's back? He's back. But still, I mean, like and he's got to get back in the groove. They haven't gotten in their groove. He's, like, momentum's a thing. And they yeah. were playing with momentum.
2: I'm telling you this, too. I really think Bama has a chance to miss the tournament. I hope so. The, they've got to pull it together. I know they just went through the gauntlet with Baylor, Auburn, and Kentucky and back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. They've got Ole Miss on the road tomorrow night. And then they've got, uh, I think, Arkansas at home Saturday. They very well could drop both of those games. And even if they drop one of two, it'll put them at 15-10. and 10. They're already close to the, the loss threshold that they can't get over. Grandma. Yes, and they still have Kentucky at have, Kentucky.
1: they have really good quad one wins. They, they, struck, have, they have bad losses, though, too. Yeah, I think the quad wins, though, will help them get
2: in. They Typically, 20 wins gets you into the tournament. I'm fairly confident 19 gets them in. They might get one of those
1: playing games. Like they the may
2: be able to get in with 18. 18 wins means they go 4-4 four and four from there. And let me go look at this real quick. They still have, like I said, at Ole Miss, um, Arkansas at home this weekend, Mississippi State, the next game, at Kentucky, Vandy, South Carolina, they should win, and then A&M, and then at LSU to end the year. I mean, they they very well could be in really, really rough shape. Yeah. They also could win every game. Mm -hmm. They're not going to because they haven't been consistent, but – it it really is Definitely unbelievable how inconsistent they've been.
1: Uh-huh. <coughs> so I agree they're they're a very bipolar team. Yeah, like you you're never surprised when they win. You're never surprised when they lose.
2: Yeah. Um, do we want to give our predictions for this week's SEC games?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll wrap wrap up with the uh, Super Bowl. Okay.
0: Sure. Um, I like to start out and say. I do think Auburn's going to win it tonight. I think it's going to be a buzzer beater. Um, That's a
1: bold prediction. Right? That's Wait, a bold prediction. I'm, I'm where expecting Where will the buzzer beater come from? Will it be a uh, full court, half court, three-pointer? He had not even said what team it's coming from. Which team? Oh, I guess he well, said Auburn's going to And will the game be tied, or will Auburn be losing?
0: Auburn's going to be winning. <laughs> Arkansas tries to shoot from the half court. <laughs> And they do not make it, so they lose.
1: But you said Auburn's going to win on the buzzer buzzer beater.
0: Yeah, it was Arkansas shoots from the half court and misses. That's not a
2: buzzer beater.
0: I changed my mind. So they're going to miss a buzzer beater. Yes. Okay. Okay. They're going to miss a buzzer beater.
2: (laughs) Uh, All right. You want to give your predictions for... Tonight's
1: games. Yeah. Uh, so you tell us the games, then we'll predict.
2: So tonight, first game is Auburn, Arkansas. Who we got? Jackson's got Auburn. I got Auburn.
1: Auburn, eighty to seven.
2: <laughs> I also have Auburn, but at the same time, I really, really would not be shocked if we lost. Arkansas is playing really well right now, and it's at Bud So, second game of the night, Kentucky and South Carolina. Who you got, Jackson? Kentucky. That's a good
1: pick. <laughs> well, given the fact Tennessee just to South Carolina, right? Tennessee just beat South Carolina 81-57. Um, so South Carolina sucks. Uh, I'm going to say Kentucky's going to win 90-60. Cast by 90. Okay.
2: I got Kentucky, too. I just don't think it'll be a close game.
1: I don't think South Carolina's good at all.
2: Um, next game, we got LSU
1: at A&M. and m a and M seventy seven to
0: sixty five. What you got, Jackson? You got A and M. Um, I'm calling
2: I'm calling LSU. On the road, getting back on track. This is kinda of what they need to do to I won't say save their season, but to get a good seating in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, there's that. Um
0: oh, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 I just want to mention a specific games. Please game. mention Zuri versus Who?
1: Vanderbilt? Here we go. Vanderbilt. (laughs) Vanderbilt? (laughs) Well, who's Vanderbilt? You're not respectful enough to say their name right.
0: So, uh, anyway, I don't know who this uh, Vanderbilt team is, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Missouri.
1: (laughs) I've got Vandy. Yeah, I'm going to take Vandy, too, honestly. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Missouri's good and Vandy's Vandy's they're they a close to, they're not good but they're not, they, they were close deserve. they kept it close to Tennessee they kept it close to Kentucky yeah they they have one of the best players in the SEC mm-hmm. if not the country and Scottie Pippen Jr. I think I think Vandy's gonna win that game yeah
0: this is the way I see Vanderbilt it's kind of like cheap wine yeah you don't care if you spill it all over the place and it's ruined. But sometimes it can be good. Oh. What? <laughs>
2: All right, Wednesday's games. First game tomorrow night. We've got Georgia at Florida. Who you got, Jackson? I'm gonna go Florida. You want Florida? Mm-hmm. You said Georgia and Florida? at
0: Florida. That's
1: my worst nightmare. I don't pick either of those teams. Uh, Florida. Georgia's yeah, I got, not I got good. Florida too. There's no way. <laughs> Georgia's not good. Alabama at Ole Miss. Oof, I haven't. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen Ole Miss play one basketball game this year.
2: They played us, and to be honest with you, they gave us. They were. They were up 18 at one point. Oh gosh. We did a win by 10.
1: Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Baylor.
0: Jackson. Baylor.
2: I got Ole Miss. Mm. Howdy, howdy. Tennessee at Mississippi State to round out the Good night.
0: Walls, Tennessee, you? Tennessee, Tennessee. We, we got, I got
2: Mississippi man. State.
1: No, you don't. I, <laughs> I do, do. Dude.
2: It's at Mississippi State.
1: Well, I'm taking Arkansas tonight. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. uh, I'm still taking Auburn. Yeah, I'm picking, uh, yeah, am Alright.
2: Uh, we'll go to Saturday's games. The first game of the day is A and M at Auburn. What do uh, we got? Auburn. It's also game day, it's college game day. If that was
1: at A and M, that'd be a lot more interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I got Auburn. Auburn. I, I yeah. just. Auburn with that. It's going to be tough to win at Auburn. Um, Arkansas at Bama.
1: Ooh, that would be fun.
2: Arkansas. Arkansas. I got Bama in that one. That would be going, fun. That would be a good all. game. Bama plays pretty good at home. South Carolina at
1: Georgia. Oh, yeah, that's gross. Georgia. I'm going to take uh, the Cox. I'll take Georgia. Georgia.
2: Yeah. Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky.
1: Kentucky.
2: I also got Kentucky. Vandy at Tennessee. Tennessee? Rocky Top, baby. I don't know. I might have to (laughs) – I'll go Tennessee on this one. Mississippi State at LSU.
0: Well, it kind of depends on what they do. I I got LSU.
2: I got LSU. Yeah.
0: LSU's got a good – home. I think it depends on what they do in this next game, but – I. I can see LSU winning it, too.
2: Yeah. And then around out the night, Ole Miss at Mizzou. Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss, too. That
1: was all the games. None of those are really like bad. No. I don't think they'll all be close games for the most part. Yeah, they very well could be.
0: Yeah. All right. You want to take us on, Jackson, Super Bowl? Sure. So, honestly, last but not least, we got um, technically game of the year coming up as a football – as far as football is concerned. Um, we got Bengals versus Rams. Um, I know we have touched on that last week. I'm still wanting to see the Rams win solely because Max Tafford – Spent in the NFL for a long time has not touched the Super Bowl ever. I think this is a great opportunity for him. I respect him a lot. Um, I think I think the Rams overall have a better team than the Bengals. Um, no disrespect to Joe Burrow, but he has plenty of time left. I want I want Matt Stafford to have this one.
1: Hey man, plenty of time does not mean he's going to ever get back. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. I, I mean, they were talking about today. Even with the Bengals, if the Bengals won, they're not going to be the favorites to win the NFC No, they won't. I even though the Super Bowl not with the Bills and Chiefs. The Super Bowl you're technically talking about the two best teams. Okay, the Bills and Chiefs. I still think. I think the Chiefs and the Bills. It kind of hurt them that they played each other. Yeah, it does. And I, I, Mahomes just collapsed. They were up like twenty-one <laughs> to three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to give credit to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. But even if the Bengals win, I still think they're yeah. the third favorite in the AFC at the best next year.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. And you know, the Chargers, the Chargers are up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert. But I mean, I really want to see the Bengals win. I really do.
0: I only want to see the Rams win strictly, be, honestly, because Matt of, because of Matt Stafford. I just want to see him win a Super Bowl. Because he was stuck to the Lions forever, and obviously they don't do anything. I think it's a great accomplishment for him being in that lull period for so long, mm-hmm. hopping back into something with such a quick turnover. Right. I mean, talk about a comeback, quite literally. Um,
1: that's just my reasoning behind yeah. that. I think if the Rams do win, you're going to see more and more teams go all in. You will. You will. Like I mean, the Rams did. I mean, the Rams, would have two draft picks this coming to track? And they're like – It's not fifth ideal. Fifth and sixth rounder, rounders. Like, they're, they, they went all in on Stafford and Ramsey. And um, – well. They didn't have to do much for OBJ. Well, no. they're going to have to
2: Bob, figure out –
1: they really don't have to do much for him either. Yeah. But they're gonna have to figure out how to pay all these guys. Yeah. So this is this might be the only window because I don't think they're gonna be able to keep they're gonna be able to keep all the guys happy. Probably not. Right? Unless but. the guys take pay cuts. Cooper Cup, he's gonna get his money. Yeah. he remember. and Aaron Donald
2: and Stanford Proper. People Robert is this, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, he was playing better than Odell was, I know. You know, Odell's got a
1: big name, but Robert Woods is a good, a good receiver. Yes, I'm excited, but final predictions. I'm taking Bengals, 27 to 23. I got Bengals
0: 32, 22. Mm. Rams. I'm gonna go ahead and say 28 to 24.
1: Mm. Mm. all right well we'll see what happens on sunday and we'll see how many of our predictions come true with the sec basketball but you have anything we'll else? I have
0: nothing else nothing else
1: awesome guys well we'll talk to y'all next week and uh let us know if y'all um have any questions or want us to touch on anything on our next episode but looking forward to talking next week all right, all right. Yeah. y'all have a good one